everybody and welcome to my podcast. My name is Anna and today we will discuss a very controversial topic. So the question of today's podcast is whether should or should not marketers advertise alcohol. Interesting, isn't it? In order to come up with a trustworthy conclusion, there are a lot of things to discuss. So let's start at the very beginning. Do you know if, and if yes then how, alcohol is advertised in different countries nowadays? We will talk about this right now. There are countries that hold a full ban on alcohol advertising. An example of such a country is Norway, where alcohol advertisement is completely illegal. However, in the majority of countries it is legal but with numerous restrictions. All European countries, with the exception of the United Kingdom, have a ban on one or more types of advertising. A study of 24 European countries found that all of them had at least one regulation that covers alcohol advertising and marketing. In Canada, alcohol marketing is regulated by both federal and provincial governments. At the federal level, alcoholic beverage advertising on television and radio is regulated by the code set by the Canadian Radio Telecommunications Commission, shortly CRTC. For example, based on key CRTC code themes, advertising must not promote the irresponsible or illegal use of alcohol. Now that we have basic knowledge, how satisfied do you think society is with all these restrictions? The answer is not really. Even though, as we can see, countries have lots of restrictions, it looks like people are still not satisfied and want alcohol to be completely banned from advertising just as tobacco is in Europe. Here, you may have a question about why tobacco advertising is fully restricted while alcohol advertising is not. There are two main reasons. The first one is that there is far greater harm associated with the use of tobacco than with alcohol. The second reason is that any level of tobacco consumption possess health risks, whereas for alcohol, it is only excessive consumption that possess risks. Now, let's get back to unsatisfied people. A 2006 survey found that 76% of the European Union population would approve of the banning of alcohol advertising targeting the young generation in all member states. Every second respondent, which is 50%, said that he agrees totally with this idea. The analysis shows that in all poll countries, the majority of respondents would favor such a ban, with 71% of the UK population agreeing. But what if we look at alcohol advertising from a cultural relativism perspective? First, we need to make sure that everybody understands what cultural relativism is. Have you ever seen or eaten food from another country, such as horse meat or fried crickets, and thought of it as weird and gross? 
This is an example of ethnocentrism. It means that you use your own culture as the middle and evaluate other cultures based on it. You're judging and making assumptions about the food of other countries based on your personal values, beliefs, and norms. On the other side, cultural relativism refers to not judging cultures of other countries to our own standards of what is right or wrong. Instead, we should try to understand the cultural practices of others. So here is my question. Do you believe that it would be a great idea for countries to accept cultural relativism as one of their beliefs? If your answer is no, then nothing will change. But let's assume that the answer is yes. To begin with, different countries have different opinions on advertising alcoholic beverages. Accordingly, they have different levels of restrictiveness. There is a total of five levels of restrictiveness. Least restrictive, including South Africa, the United States, and New Zealand. Slightly restrictive, including Australia, Bulgaria, and Denmark. Restrictive, including Canada, Lithuania, and United Kingdom. Very restrictive, including France, Latvia, and Slovenia. And most restrictive, including Algeria, India, and Norway. Now, back to cultural relativism. In this case, The least and most restrictive countries will try to understand the position of each other and most likely the overall borders of alcohol advertising will be slightly pushed. In five minutes, we will discuss the effect of alcohol advertising on people, but looking ahead, I can definitely claim that the increase in alcohol drinking will rise significantly. Now it is up to you to decide if you would like it to happen or not. So, we just discussed alcohol advertising from the perspective of cultural relativism. Now, let's discuss it from the perspective of the act non-consequentialists. I have read a very interesting and useful book, Ethics, Theory and Practice. It perfectly describes the concept of act non-consequentialism, so I will cite. Act non-consequentialists make the major assumption that there are no general moral rules or theories at all, but only particular actions, situations, and people about which we cannot generalize. Accordingly, one must approach each situation individually as one of a kind and somehow decide what is the right action to take in that situation. It is the how we decide in this theory that is most interesting. A person makes decisions based upon what he or she believes or feels or intuits to be the right action to take. He is not concerned with consequences. Let's assume that people who make decisions on alcohol advertising are act non-consequentialists. Would they ban or at least let the restrictions be? I do not think so. On the contrary, they would most likely make alcohol advertisements 100% legal as they would never think of its coming consequences. 
they probably focus on the positive side of advertising alcoholic products. For example, there is no doubt that the sales of alcohol will significantly increase, which means the profits will grow. But is it ethically acceptable to advertise alcohol in your opinion? It is a very controversial subject. I'm sure there will be lots of different opinions. I personally believe that alcohol can be advertised both ethically and unethically. It is exactly what marketers should do. Know how to ethically market alcohol products. Let's imagine we are marketers in LCBO. So how do we ethically market alcoholic beverages? As we already know, there are laws for marketing alcohol products. Many are employed in Western countries but are spreading their influence globally. It is challenging to create a compelling marketing campaign for alcohol, given alcohol addiction and alcohol-related health problems, particularly when there are so many limitations and for good reasons. Three main customer categories may be found in this market. Abusers, users, and testers. We shall go into further depth on them. Abusers are the consumers who obviously abuse this type of drug for its euphoric effects. They are the most profitable for the market, but at the same time, the world attempts to eradicate them for their own good. Abusers are more concerned with the price and alcohol volume per liter than they are with the product's appearance, flavor, or quality. Since they are driven by the effects of alcohol, price is the most significant and determining factor for this sort of consumer. Users are customers drawn to alcohol because of its flavor and quality. Also, this group is more influenced by marketing campaigns. Some consumers prefer a specific type of alcohol due to its branding or marketing. Last but not least, we have buyers that purchase alcohol for cleaning or cooking, not drinking. Those are called testers. Many dishes require a little alcohol for a better taste. Since they are the consumers that use alcohol the least, marketers should pay more attention to them. Marketers always ask consumers to consume responsibly as they never want to influence growth in people becoming abusers. Marketing more costly, high-quality alcohol goods, for instance, seeks to keep people away from becoming abusers while drawing their attention to more expensive items generating more profit for organizations. As somebody who came from Europe, I can claim that there is a noticeable trend to put more effort into advertising cheap alcohol like beer or vodka. This can lead to users becoming abusers. In my opinion, this is exactly what unethical advertising is. As ethical marketers, it is our duty to market responsibly. If you remember, when we were talking about cultural relativism, I said that shortly we will discuss the negative side that incorrect alcohol advertising can potentially cause. 
The time has come. I really can't blame people for their opinion that alcohol advertising should be banned. At first, one of the numerous things that might potentially increase teen drinking is alcohol advertising. According to research, children and adolescents who are exposed to media depictions of alcohol use are more likely to acquire healthy drinking expectations. These children hold more positive expectations of drinking, believe it is common to drink among peers, and expect social approval for drinking. They also intend to drink more alcohol as adults. All of this combine to increase the chance of drinking or the desire to drink soon. Next, I will use the results of 13 studies of a total of over 38,000 young people. I think it should be enough to consider the results trustable and reliable. 12 of the 13 studies concluded that there is an impact of exposure on subsequent use of alcohol. The 13th study tested the influence of outdoor advertising that was placed just near schools. Even though it failed to prove that there is an impact on alcohol use, it succeeded to prove an impact on intentions to use. Several of these studies focused on the connection between a range of advertisement exposures over the course of a year and subsequent drinking among U.S. teenagers aged 12 to 13 years who were tracked for at least two years. All forms of alcohol marketing exposure were found to have a considerable effect on the decisions to start drinking. Now I want to ask you something. Who is responsible for the consequences of alcohol drinking such as addiction? Marketers or people who decide to buy the advertised product? As we discussed earlier, there are three types of consumers. Now let's focus on abusers. Those customers are addicted to alcohol, which is obviously not a good thing. Addiction is caused by excessive use of alcohol. Even though there are numerous restrictions, alcohol is still advertised in certain ways. Let's create a situation. A person a non-drinker yet, saw an advertisement for the beer and decided to try it. He got too excited and moved to wine. After wine, he moved to vodka. In the end, he became addicted. Would you say that his addiction is the responsibility of those marketers that advertised beer to him? I'll give you 5 seconds to make a decision. If your answer is yes, then I have some more questions for you. Do you blame marketers who advertise candies to children, making them addicted to sugar? Do you blame marketers who market sweets to diabetic people, making them feel bad? Do you blame marketers who sell cars in a country with very bad air pollution increasing this whole pollution situation? Or do you maybe blame marketers who advertise expensive clothes 
to poor consumers, making them buy stuff they cannot afford. Anyways, this is how the market works. Marketers have to advertise in order for businesses to continue to operate. There are a lot of advertisements that make people buy something that will negatively affect them in future. But can we really blame marketers for this? I do not think so if the advertisement was morally acceptable. Here comes a question. How do we decide which ad is morally acceptable? We already talked about restrictions. The majority of countries are restrictive toward alcohol advertising. What marketers are responsible for is following the established regulations. If the regulations are followed and advertising is responsible, I really do not see a reason to blame a marketer as every person is aware of the negative possible consequences of drinking alcohol in excessive amounts. So now we are coming to the end of today's discussion. After all, what do you think? Would you totally ban alcohol? Would you leave it as it is? Or would you make it fully acceptable to advertise? Anyways, thank you so much for being here with me and I wish you a great time!